Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. The Bible says in James chapter 4, it is because you are not at peace within. There's war within. And you take that war, you look at everybody's face. Who wants to enter into war with you? Who wants to fight you? Is it Ukraine? Is it Poland? Is it Russia? Who wants to engage you? Is it Papua New Guinea? Where is the war coming from? I'm ready all the time. So always you are walking with this anger, ready to fight. Oh, peace-loving. May we be a church that is peace-loving. May we be individuals that are peace-loving. Hallelujah. The third thing the Bible says, the ways of wisdom, the number three way of wisdom is considerate. Considerate. Oh, Holy Spirit, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. Be considerate of others. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 2. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 2. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Consider others first. Assuming it was the case when we were growing up, when you went to a place and there are fewer chairs and an elderly person comes. They don't have to be 100 years with walking stick. You look at them and you reckon they are older than me. You get up for them to sit down. What are we teaching our young people now? There was a time that at the gate, a man will wait. When they see a woman even behind them, they will wait and open the door for the woman to go first. It used to be the case that, I mean, many places in the vehicle, if there's no space on the bus, you stand and you let the woman sit or the elder one sit. Why have we gone past that? Why have we gone past that? Why has the church also joined the world to become too, too famous, too arrogant, too proud? that we are not thinking of others first. The Bible says, bear with one another in love. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 36, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. What do you see? Are you considerate of the suffering you see? The suffering you see. You say, I'm also suffering. But don't you know that sometimes you have breakfast and somebody has not eaten breakfast for about three, four days? Have you stopped yourself to think, what can I do for that person? Are you considerate in church that what can I do for my church? Because you think of things. They concern you. What concerns God's church concerns your life. What can I do? To the extent that now even the lay down principles, spiritual principles by which the church grows, God says, bring your offerings, bring your tithe. You say, why? Because you had TV. And somebody told that told you that how can you be fed in the house of God and you take information from TV station? God has given you pastors. God has given you pastors to build you up, to equip you, to be strong spiritually, to be great people. People who when you pass by, your spiritual fragrance makes everybody turn around and say, mm, "Who just passed?" And yet you don't want. To obey the total counsel of God. You take other information as it places you. You know it's part of the war within. Already you don't want to give. So when you heard some 
wayward preacher, you said that one is the right one. <laughs> considerate. Considerate of how can I help somebody. You go to the power kids and you look at the children. I think I have an old dress. I can open it up and let somebody make something, a shirt for one child there. I think I can, if I can go to a shop with a child and buy them a shoe, at least I can give a used one that I bought by the roadside to them. They will never forget. They will tell you a story. I had a story where a young child was standing very cold, freezing, and, and just shaking in the cold, barefooted. And a woman passed into a shoe shop. And when she passed him, she stopped and said, Child, what are you doing here? He said, In effect, I wish I had a shoe. I don't have a shoe. And the woman said, come with me. And went with him to the shop and ordered for socks. Several pairs of socks for the child. And he, she finished and she asked the shop attendant to fit him with shoes. And so, long and short, she bought him socks and shoes. And he was fitted, maybe his first shoe, because he was homeless. He didn't have anyone. And the child wore the thing. And said, thank you, ma'am. Are you the wife of God? Very important. Can somebody look at you and say, Are you the husband of God? Are you the wife of God? Are you God's brother or sister? The reason is that the child said, I prayed. And to him, that was God. He knew God is male. Now since this is a woman, then that must be the wife of God who came in and said his prayer for shoes. Hallelujah. Be considerate. Wisdom teaches that you are considerate. Wisdom. Considerate. You come to your pastors. You are the one to save your pastors. You are the one to say, what can I do for pastor? Maybe she needs credit. Oh, maybe she needs a shoe. Oh, you, you are thinking, you are looking. What, what, what can pastor possibly need? I don't have it. But since I don't have it, is it possible that if I give her Gary, she will eat? If you gave me Gary and I don't eat, you know what happens. Ripple effect of God bless you. Because when I take your Gary, I'll say God bless you. Hallelujah. And if I'm not a Gary eater and I pass it on to somebody who will eat Gary, then you God double God bless you. Be considerate. Hallelujah. Wisdom. Wisdom. Mm. Mm. The next thing, heavenly wisdom does is submissive submissive proverbs chapter 11 and verse 2 when pride comes then comes disgrace <laughs> when pride comes it it is followed by disgrace but with humility comes wisdom wisdom and humility are friends when you humble yourself god says i will lift you up Humble yourself before God and he will lift you up. That is why the Bible says in Ephesians 5 and verse 21. Many people try to avoid the 21 when it comes to marriage. But the Bible says submit to one another. And there are many, many places in the Bible. Philippians chapter 2 verse 8. The Bible says, and being found in appearance as a man. Talking about Jesus Christ. He is God, but 
he was found as a man. He lived among, amongst us like a human being and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Submit yourself. Submit yourself to one another. Submit yourself to God Almighty. Submit yourself to the authority over you. Submit yourself to the leaders of the nation. They may be crooks. Many of them are crooks. Many, many, many politicians are crooks. They, they want power and more power. Anything they will do to hold on to their power, they will do it. If they have to kill the whole nation and govern themselves by themselves, upon themselves, they will do it. But meanwhile, God says, submit. Submit to their leadership. But God has given you the wisdom key in submitting. Pray for them because you have the weapon that is able to turn their hearts to fear God. So that you will be at peace. So that you will be at peace. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 10 says, where there is strife, there is pride. Where you cannot submit to one another, you feel too big. You come to church, sit here, stand there. No, 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 I can't do that. Why? The person I want to sit by, I don't like them. In fact, the perfume they are wearing, it makes me choke. So I want a special place to sit. Strive, because there's lack of submission. Humility comes from wisdom, and that wisdom comes from your ability to be humble. Or the wisdom teaches you to be humble and submissive. For, for one hour, you may not like their perfume. Of course, that is not to say if truly you are sick, there should be no way out. I'm just using that as an example. And there are times that we, we see certain people. Oh, I, I did it not too long ago. And, and, and I'm thinking, even today I saw the person and I, I remembered. Because God told me, Feed the person, at least, just Sundays, when somebody goes home to help us and they cook for us, at least I can send food to the person. But about last two weeks or so, I saw this person and, and I couldn't look at them because physically, how about if that is Jesus? How about if that is Jesus? You want my example? I teach you with clear examples day to day because this is the Bible, the word of God, is what defines and refines us. And we all must want to be fine. And if we want to be fine, we must allow the Bible to define and refine us. Hallelujah. And make us beautiful. And this person has a wound. And, and the way they carry themselves, I, I couldn't look. But there was a time I would run to the villages and I will clean people's wounds. And, and I will go to the village with my own medicines and go and dress wounds, big wounds, not one, not two. So there are villages I enter today. And the moment I will enter, islands will take the boat and cross. And all the village will come and be calling me, doctor, doctor. Have I not become too big that now I can drive past a wounded person and I don't want to look? It's called pride. It's called arrogance. What is yours? What is yours? This is a call in the year of the spirit that we, con we don't continue to do business as we have always done. This is a call from heaven. The wisdom that comes from above, number five, is full of mercy. Are you merciful? 
Do you show mercy to those who offend you? Or do you want to pay them back? Jesus always showed mercy as a way of expressing wisdom. Had it not been for the mercies of the Lord, we would have been consumed. Morning by morning, according to lamentation, we receive new mercy. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. I don't deserve mercy. We deserve damnation. But mercy is a way of wisdom. You to show mercy. You forgave them and they did it again. Continue forgiving them. You love them and they turn their backs on you. Continue forgiving them. Hallelujah. Number six. The way of wisdom is the way of sincerity. Being sincere is being truthful. Truthful. Wisdom is the way of the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the wisdom teaches you to be truthful. Yes, are we always truthful in speech? Oh, sometimes we exaggerate. We understate. God is merciful, but we must aspire sincerity. Acts chapter 5 and verse 3. You can read it later. If truth or sincerity is the way of wisdom, untruth is the way of Satan. Untruth is the way of Satan. Number seven, impartial. Be impartial in your dealings. Be impartial. Just now I was sitting there and I looked at these chairs to my left. And the thought passed through my mind. As we grow the church and we raise leaders and we raise pastors, should we have a permanent sitting place for them. And my heart said, no. We'll continue to be together as God's children. Sit together, eat together, laugh together. Nobody should feel superior to the other. There was a time what I have learned, there are certain churches, there's a throne for the pastor. And I thought of it about four or five years ago. A pastor's special chair. And so what? <laughs> and so what? A special chair will not take you to heaven. Be impartial how you treat others. Love people equally. That does not take away, give honor to who honor is you. Respect to who respect is you. That does not take it away. But be impartial in your dealings. Deuteronomy 16, 19. Do not pervert justice or show partiality. Do not accept bribe for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise. And tweets the words of the innocent. Do not be impartial. It's straight in the Bible. First Kings three twenty seven. Then the king gave his ruling. Give the living baby to the first. Do not kill him. She is the mother. You wonder why I said that. Wisdom teaches you impartiality. Solomon acted impartial to the two women. One woman's child died. The other woman's child is living. They were arguing. So wisdom was going to rule impartially. Impartially means that if you are fighting over the child, I can't give it to one. Then let's split the one child. That is where the truth will come out. And the woman whose baby was alive said, My Lord, just give the baby to her. Wisdom said, Ah, that's the owner of the baby. Give the baby to her. 
And those days, the child would have been splitted. If both of them had said, yes, let's split the child. Yes, let's split the child. Then said, okay, split the child. Fairly impartiality. But he said, no, just, just give the baby. The woman said, just, just take my living baby and give to the one whose baby died. The king said, oh, now I know whose baby is living. Let's give the baby to the woman who said so. If you are operating by wisdom, there are certain thinking. The way you think and the way you speak will be judged that you have wisdom. Proverbs 24, finally, and verse 23. And verse 23. These also are the sayings of the wise. To show partiality in judging is not good. <laughs> you see, James says the wisdom that comes from above is impartial. The book of Proverbs says when you are showing partiality at your workplace, in your business, treating your children at home, you love one person more and you, the one you don't like. Let's say your house help. <laughs> you, you, you just... You just Pour on your children and, and, and they go to bed seven o'clock, but the house help will go to bed twelve midnight. It's impartiality. Isn't it blood flowing through them? Because she is somebody's property living with somebody. He he or she can be treated anyhowly. Anyhowly. Partiality. Partiality. It's not good, says the word of God. It is my prayer that the Lord will fill you as an individual and fill our church with the spirit of wisdom in all our dealings. What decisions should you make this week? Where should you go this week? May the Lord give you wisdom, clarity of mind, understanding, sound judgment, discernment. May light come your way to know the way to go in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And maybe this morning you are here and you don't know Jesus. Let's all heads bow quickly, please. Maybe you are here and you have not received Jesus. It's very important. I beg you, don't step out because you may not have the chance to step out. What if you just fall dead? He wants you. He created you. And he wants you back to himself. If you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, I want you to lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Maybe you are listening to us somewhere else. Maybe you are in service today and say, Jesus, I've been playing games with you. But today must not pass. Today is the day of salvation. If you are here, I want to pray with you. Lift up your... Don't harden your heart. Tomorrow will be too late. Do not harden your heart. Do not harden your heart. I want to believe there are many of you receiving Christ online. Many of you are saying, my soul is most important. And I want to prepare an eternal home for my soul. I want us to pray with as many people who are receiving Christ. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess I'm a sinner. Please forgive my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.